Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about a question that I get asked a lot, uh, and it is, where do I sell my flipped furniture pieces? And so um, this is a great question, and uh, there are some obvious places to sell your, uh, your flip pieces, but there are maybe some places or some things you didn't think about uh, that also are very great for selling your, uh, your pieces. So let's just get into it. And I have done a lot of these. Some of them I have not, and I will kind of talk about that as I go through. Um, first off, where are we all searching for them, right? Where are we all searching for furniture pieces to either flip for our homes? Uh, Facebook Marketplace is 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 a great place. Um, you know, there are, you know, I hear people say, well, they're, they always ask for less, you know, a less price or whatever. And if you're not comfortable with that, um, don't accept it. Uh, you can always pad your price a little bit because you know people are gonna you know ask for a cheaper price. So get it to where you know you would be happy with um, there and uh, and go with that. But I feel like Facebook Marketplace, and I know every place is different, and because just the searching and the finding of the pieces. Sometimes I watch people and I'm like, how did you find that on Facebook Marketplace? Because we have nothing like that here. Um, so I know every area is going to look and be different, but. I feel like for us, Facebook Marketplace, um, people aren't as, um, you know, I don't know. I feel like Craigslist, Craigslist is the next one on my on my list, which has been um, fine for me as well. But I feel like Facebook Marketplace, the people that are shopping there, they feel like they understand the value of the piece a little bit more. Craigslist, they do usually ask you for less. But, I, you know, as I'm thinking about it, the last time I sold a piece on Craigslist, they didn't asked they just sold, they they bought it for the price so um those kind of are kind of the same but i feel like facebook marketplace they understand the value a little bit better um and i have had equally i i probably would say facebook marketplace there for a while was a lot more was a lot more um successful uh craigslist um in the beginning was great like you would put something on and it would be sold that day so those are both really um really successful for me i i do use them both when i am selling like that um i do post to both so uh just when you are posting on facebook marketplace try to post in multiple groups if you are able to so like if you have a you know like area sale groups on facebook <clears throat> marketplace if you know what i mean list your item in as many of those as you can uh just so it gets in front of more people um etsy so i know a lot of, etsy is another option i know a lot of furniture flippers that have an etsy shop in a store and they do uh, amazing the one thing with um etsy is that you have a way broader audience right now facebook marketplace they do have um shipping and stuff now like it's not just local um, so it kind of depends on what you want to do. And that, you know, I should have started there. That needs to be your first question Question with your furniture flips. Are you willing to ship or do you want to stay local? Um, shipping is not as hard as you may think. 
It is, um, and you get a much broader audience, and I believe you can charge a lot more for that. Um, so Etsy, the only thing with Etsy is you are going to have some fees with that, but I know a lot of the flippers will add that kind of into their price um, to kind of help offset that or pay for that. And I think recently, as I'm as I'm as I'm recording this, I think there have fees gone up. I am not sure. I have never done Etsy, so um, but I know I've interviewed and I've talked to and um, being in the furniture flipping um, kind of group for so long. Um, I know a lot of people that have a ton of success on Etsy, so it's definitely not something to. I would definitely look, definitely look into it if you're willing to ship. Okay, so here's something else that I'm really passionate about and I always tell like people inside my, that are taking my course or they're in my private furniture flipping community, you need to be on social media. You need to be growing an account. Start out with one, start out with the one that you like best, like personally, personally, which one do you spend the most time on? So if that's Instagram, then start growing an Instagram um, account around your flipping. If it's Facebook, do Facebook. If it's TikTok, do TikTok. Whichever one that you are most comfortable on just, you know, browsing or going through, that's where you need to start. Um, but you definitely need to start one because, um, because they're the easiest way to kind of, I, I shouldn't say easiest because there's another way that I use to that, um, that makes it a little bit easier too. But Instagram and, and like a Facebook business page, um, I'm just going to kind of, that's three of them, TikTok. <laughs> Those three, if, if that, if you start growing a following around it, then people will go to your page and look for it to see what you have available. And when I teach a social media kind of strategy and stuff inside my private community, I'm telling them like, this is what you have to do to get you in line and, you know, growing that audience and making them or getting them to get comfortable with buying from you and like all the things. There's like a strategy behind it. But it's definitely something anybody that's flipping furniture, especially for profit, like you're wanting to sell and kind of grow a business around it, you need a social media media following. Once you master one, whichever the first one is that you pick up, then, then start another one. But it's definitely, and then you can just, I mean, here's some of the strategies, but then you can host sales. Then it's like the first Monday of every month, I'm going to drop new pieces or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but your audience then is used to that and they come to those pages to see what you have available. Um, and then you can kind of go from there. So then you would have like a checkout, a checkout, you know, page or check, however you see fit, or they have to go to your Etsy page or whatever it is, your Etsy shop to buy it. But having a social media presence, you guys, we are all online. We are all on social media and business is all on social media. So it's definitely something, something you need to consider. Another way is a booth. This is one that I've never done because we just don't have it here where I live. And so I would love to honestly try this. Uh, I have somebody um, in my private uh, flipping community that is is doing great. Like she is now teaching other people. She's having people come to her and she's teaching them how to flip or how to paint or how to do certain things in her booth as where she sells her pieces too. So um, a booth is definitely something if you live in an area where I just wish we had this because I think I could just there's so many ways to do this. You know, if you live in an area where booths are a thing or you've got, you know, people like to shop that way and and, and they get a lot of traffic 
use your social media accounts to tag that booth, tag the place when you're going to the booth, share it in stories and in videos and all the things like there's, there's like a whole, <laughs> like I said, strategy thing around this. But um, if you have a booth and you have the foot traffic and you have the area to do it, definitely look into that. You obviously will have your fees and your they, you know, if they take a percentage of the sales or you have a monthly fee or does everybody have to clean the place? Like I know I'm um, listening to people that have, 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 have had booths. There's like different ways that they do things, but um, definitely something to look into. So here's something that we've done by accident um, and it's sales. Like we host sales here um, at our home twice a year. And that kind of started again because I, w I started flipping furniture out of necessity. That was the only way we I could decorate our home the way I wanted to um, inexpensively with the budget we had. And so it got to the point where I was really enjoying it and I was just picking up all the pieces, right? Like if I got them you know, cheap enough and I knew I could do something with them, I would pick it up. And then if I loved them or whatever, I would put them in our house and then I'd have to get rid of what you know I already had. And so then it was like, it was kind of this, in, out. I am somebody that is not attached to a lot of things. I am purging things and getting rid of things all the time and making room for new or uh, so it was just kind of something that happened. And then we kind of grew kind of a list of people that wanted to come to our sale. Um, and so it, it's been super fun for me. It's like setting up shop without having all the overhead. Um, an email list. This is another huge thing that I teach my my students and the people inside my private community to grow a email list is, um, is is really important. And it's a way for you to have those people, your customers, like the people that get it, they understand they want what you have and what you have to offer. So you can totally, you know, kind of host sales through an email list. Like if, if people locally want to get on your email list or if you're shipping, like they can be on your email list as well. Um, when you have new items available, you send out an email and kind of sell that way. So that's kind of a, you know, a different way to, to think about an email list. Um, a brick and mortar, obviously, if you have a storefront, that's another great way. And then flea markets or different kind of markets where you can kind of rent a tent or, you know, a tables or whatever it is, a space um, and do it that way. That's another fun thing I would love to try sometime. Um, I just with it's I'm just not I don't have the capacity right now to do it. But I think that would be so much fun because those are the kinds of people that I know um would come to shop for the stuff I have to offer. Do you know what I mean? So you would want to know what kind of flea market it is, um, you know, what kind of other vendors are there and those kinds of things. Um, so yeah, and that's it. I can't remember, did I give a number to this? No, I didn't give a number, but those are some ways that you can sell your flip pieces. Some are obvious, like there's other free apps like Let Go, Nextdoor app, like those things too that you can try. But some of these other things, if you really want to, you know, grow and start a business and make, you know, change some financials for your family. Um, there's just some other things in here that I definitely would, enc would encourage you to um, to think about and to maybe start. Um, and as always, you can always uh, grab my course and you can always become part of our private community where I do more one-on-one -on -one coaching and one-on-one -on -one help inside there. So I will leave a link to those in my show notes. If you have any questions, if this resonated with you, share this podcast, let me know. Um, I'm always looking for new topics to cover. So email me at lindsay at mycreativedays.com. Message me on Instagram at mycreativedays. I would love to hear from you. But until then, I will talk to you guys soon. 
Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you, and my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off, and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here, and I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.